Happy Woo Wednesdays! I am so grateful that you are taking the time to listen today. So a lot of cool things are happening here at Get A Heck Yes. I had a wonderful book launch party for my book, Woo Them To Heck Yes. It was at Mesh Space in Redondo Beach, a co-working place. It was lit. All my vendor friends and my family and normal friends came out. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Also, I was inducted as a VP of Marketing Communications for WIPA as well. It was a jazz Parisian party at the Charleston and Fullerton. Crazy, amazing party with so many surprises. Also, a half dozen of my students are launching their new brand and website next week. Stay tuned. Go to my IG at Carissa Wu, DM me the word demo and get a free video on how to get 10 to 15 quality leads a month. Spoiler alert, it starts with your unique brand. So today I have Brian Green with by Brian Green. He's an award-winning wedding planner, former diplomat from Barbados. Check out his podcast called The Green Room. And today we talk about a lot of things. We talk about self-care, giving yourself grace, and we go so, so deep. So I hope this episode helps someone. Enjoy. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we'll talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get Heck Yes. Happy Woo Wednesdays. I have a friend now. His name is Brian Green. Today we met at WMBA. I used to call it NBA, but MBA in Las Vegas. And he is an award-winning event planner for over 20 years of experience. He's a speaker. He has a podcast. He was actually a speaker at the convention. And I met you. You're talking about color theory. And I just had to have you on. So now you're here. Welcome. Happy New Year. Thanks. Just so everyone paying attention. Uh, 20 years. I started when I was like two and a half, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, you look great. <laughs> Black don't crack and you don't raise it, well, right? No, so. crack, honey. It does not crack. Yes. Yeah. Wedding MBA was fun this year. Um, typically when I speak, I don't do trends or like how to make your wedding pretty. I'm more in the space of how to get your business right and how to get your mind right and Ooh. how to lead and become a better leader through things like empathy and emotional intelligence. But Shannon, who is the uh, curator of Wedding MBA, called me and she's like, I need you to do this. And it was perfect because funny enough, it's one of those topics that I did in university. Uh-huh. I loved it. Like it was a course. Uh-huh. Like theory in event planning and for was a course. And I was like, I will do this. And it, I had the best time doing that topic. Wow. Yeah. So was that your first time speaking there? No, I think it's my fifth. Oh, okay. Fifth time. Yeah, fourth or fifth time. 
I, four or five, I don't remember now. Yeah, but it's been quite a lot. <laughs> so yeah, it's always fun to come back. Um, Shannon already messaged me. She was like, your ratings were off the chart. We need you to come back. I want you to do something again. That's kind of cool. I'm like, uh, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. But yeah, Wedding NBA is one of those really great. You get to see everybody. It's like 5,000 people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big event. I met you with Terika. She was amazing yeah. too. So I just been like kind of researching you today, like your Instagram, your website. You've been on the Steve Harvey show. Like you're just your speaker, everything. Tell me about like you growing up and like how you got started and just a little bit about you or your origin story. <laughs> I love a good origin story. I'm a Marvel fanatic. Um, so my origin story takes us back to the beautiful island of Barbados. Um, wow. because of course, all gorgeous, talented people, me, Rihanna, you know, yep. Yep. all comes out of the island. Um, yeah. And that's where I grew up. That's where I spent my formative years. I came to the States to do a little bit of university. I came back to Barbados and started actually in the hotel industry. That was oh. my degree, hospitality and tourism management. Uh, and from there, kind of grew through the ranks. My goal back in the day was I was going to become a general manager before I became 30. Um, I ended up being an assistant general manager at 29. And then the government of Barbados came calling and said, we need you to come work in our consulate in Miami. And I became a diplomat for Barbados doing tourism marketing for the island. And wow. part of my responsibility was planning all of our events and doing all of our um, displays and conventions and trade shows. And that was my whole gig. And I said to my boss, well, if I'm going to do it, I need you to pay for my designation. So I did my CMP, I did my CMM. And then my boss was like, you know, you're so good. You, sh you should do this for yourself. Yeah. And I thought, are you firing me? <laughs> I know, no, but we just let you do, you know, beige on beige on beige. And you have all these great creative ideas. Oh. And at that point, I... My father always says, know what you don't know. Oh. I know that I don't know accounts and back of house stuff. So uh -huh. I literally talked to my best friend out of his corporate job as an accountant. Wow. <laughs> and we started the business in 2007. Wow. And then uh, I bought him out uh, 20... 15 and changed the name from what it was then to buy Brian Green now because most people thought it was my name anyway because uh, he was just always behind the scenes. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And here we are in 20, oh my God, 2024. Yes, I graduated. I graduated college 2007 and I started my wedding photography business in 2009 during wow. the recession. <laughs> Same thing. We started in 2008. The plan then was primarily corporate. Uh, leaning into the diplomatic core, which I was familiar with. Um, and we would do light social. And then, of course, all of the corporate went away in one day. Like, literally, everything I had on the books disappeared one day. And I went wow. to bed for, like, three days. And my dad called me, and um, he's, a, he's a marketing consultant 
to countries in the Caribbean, helping them to do things differently. And he said to me, you know, business is not under your duvet. Get up and make a plan. Wow. He was like, well, what isn't affected by economic downturns? I was like, rich people. He was like, right. <laughs> and what do rich people do? He's like, I was like, I don't know. They get married and they die. He was like, yeah. <laughs> want to do funerals? No. Well, then you're going to start doing weddings. Okay. And that's when I literally started doing weddings. You know, people don't see the, all the behind this. They think, oh, all of this was amazing. But I will tell you, I sold my car. Uh, my lovely Nissan Murano, brand new at the time, uh-huh. and bought like a trash car and put all of that money into the business. I was like, I paid my rent for eight months, so I didn't have to worry about it. I, wow. You know, an ad in the not wedding wire. And I was like, well, let's see what happens. And literally the same night I put an ad, we got three inquiries and we booked all three. Wow. You sold your car. I donated my eggs. You know, wedding industry is like no joke. It's expensive to be in business sometimes. You got to money to make money. Decide if you're serious about it. You know, okay, what am I going to sacrifice in order to make this thing really work? And I was like, I will give up my lovely brand new, still smells new car. Yes. uh, With less than like 12,000 miles on it and pour this into this business. And Take me back to like that time. Like, what was your big vision? Because I know, you know, if I could explain your work, I'm on your website. It's pretty extravagant. Um, but what was your big vision then? And how did you like see it to fruition? Yeah. So my vision was, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. My vision was what my business turned into. Um, wow. So I knew I, I did research first coming into the market. So it was, were we going to stay in Atlanta? Were we going to move the business to DC? Kind of all those combinations. And I knew that in Atlanta, when I looked at the market, especially in the social side, everyone was kind of fighting in the middle. And there were like three people at the luxury end. And I was the only one in the market I was looking that had a CMP and a CMPM designation uh, that had a hospitality degree. Yeah. So that was our intent. We literally sat down and said, this is who we're going to focus and we're going to go after. And it was kind of a, it was a deliberate kind of growth. I I didn't want to rush it. So we did the $20,000 wedding and got $2,000 in salary for it. Oh my God. And I knew that the bride would have a bouquet of peonies and we would, we would post that and that would wow. save somebody else luxury. And then the next bride had wow. a car and we posted that. And then we had the next bride and she had this elaborate estate table and everything else was just candles and water. Yeah. We posted the hell out of that table. And each time we did it, the next client with the next budget came and said, oh my God, I saw what you did. Let's work together. And by the time I think we hit the fifth client, we had hit our our first $100,000 client. Wow. It was kind of in my head that that was kind of the goal. Everyone was fighting in the middle and it didn't make sense to me. I read this really great book called Blue Ocean Strategy that talks about creating your own space in the market where everyone's swimming in the red ocean and then you're swimming in the blue ocean. And what's your 
what what makes you different? So for me, it was I was qualified. Uh, I'm black. I'm gay, and I'm an immigrant. I was the unusual unicorn, uh, unicorn in Atlanta. Yes, yeah. And luxury for all of those things, and I'm still the only one that fits that category. Wow. So I was like, "This is my, uh, this is who I am." And I would go to events. When I think about it now, I was nuts. I literally would walk into all these industry events and introduce myself to other industry people, and be like, "I am the best." But in Planet Atlanta, I'm Brian, nice to meet you, chat, 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 blah, blah, blah. To the point where I would start sharing them at events and other planners would introduce me as that. Oh, this is great. This is good. This is working. This is working. And then literally just luck, dumb luck. In some ways, I was at an industry event and I was being my crazy self and I was talking to who turned out to be an executive producer for a television show at the time that shot here in Atlanta called Get Married. It was on WeTV. Oh, and cool. Curious, you should come do an episode uh, as an expert giving advice. And I'm like, sure, why not? And I did one. And then they just kept inviting me back for the next two years. So I was like, uh, it really well. Ah, it's so it's so good to be different and unique and a unicorn. And I would do the same thing. I would like sneak into like cool venues like Greystone Mansion. I'm like, get the shot in the front, like in the waterfall. Like, come on, go, go, go before we get kicked out. Because people think I'm like, you know, very expensive to shoot here because it costs like $1,500 for a permit. (laughs) Yeah. You, right? I mean, you got to figure out a way. Either you're going to sit at home and fight with everybody else shooting the same six things. Yes. Or you're going to find a way to get to the market that you're trying to get to. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm like, yeah, That I think that's why we connected. I'm like, hell yes. Hustle sees hustle, honey. <laughs> yes, I love it. What um, What does your business look like now? I know there's like different entities of it now, like you're a big time speaker and planner. Uh, but yeah, what does um, it look like today? It's, what does it look like to, today? Physically a mess. Uh, but normally... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I have a corporate portion. Um, so we started doing corporate again, uh, which is, uh, so there's the corporate, we have our social, um, obviously I have, uh, our speaking side and then also we do like mentoring, uh, privately for some event industry and business pros as well. Oh, I love it. What is nice little mix? Yes. What is like your favorite? Thing to speak about when you um, speak at these large events? I think my favorite thing, honestly, is always the same thing. It's about empathy as a leader and giving grace as a leader. I think, especially in our industry, we're extremely hard on ourselves and on others. So I never do resolutions because I I live to ruin a resolution. I will not last me two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what I do every year is I pick a word that will kind of guide how I will be and behave during the whole year. Oh, wow. Year, for me, that word is sonder. And it means to understand that every other human has the same complex, difficult, challenging life that you have. And to see them for who they are and where they are. So wow. for me, that's really about Understanding that when a vendor is late on something, 
that it's not necessarily incompetence, that maybe I need to ask, is everything okay? What's happening? I need to connect to them on a level that is beyond, you're 24 hours late on the thing that you were supposed to get to me because yeah. I got sick. You know, maybe their mom was ill. My husband has COVID right now. You know, there, there are a million things I should be doing, but he's my priority. So it's really taking the time, especially as business leaders and, and, and entrepreneurs, we have to learn to live in a space where we can give other people grace and we can also give ourselves grace because how often have you beaten yourself up because you didn't finish editing when you thought you were going to finish editing? And then it's two o'clock in the morning and you're still sitting in front of the computer and your eyes are about to fall out of your face. Yeah. But it's not healthy for our business. If we're not well-rested, if we're not nurtured, if we're not taking care of ourselves and giving ourselves grace in the moment to say, you know what? Today is a Netflix day. I am not, my brain's not there. I can't edit. I can't write a timeline. We have to get to that space. Yeah. Where we understand that there is power as a leader in being able to do those things. Okay, so tell me the word one more time and explain sure. the definition Honor. one more time. Pardon this short interruption, but guess what? I have a new program. It's for all wedding professionals. It's called the Triple Threat. We redo your brand messaging, the homepage of your website. Part two is we do all your marketing. We create a beautiful brochure so you could start getting on prefer venue vendor list and we do all your sales so we actually make you a sales presentation leading your client to the heck yes so you get paid i have a free 20 minute demo training it's only 20 minutes go to my instagram at carissa Wu and dm me the word demo i will send it right over it's how to get 10 to 15 quality leads in your inbox per month enjoy guys Carissa Wu is a LA-based wedding photographer who's actually turning business coach. She helped me grow and change, and I'm so proud to call you coach. Tell us how you're feeling. Like, I want to just know a little bit more about your thoughts. Yeah. It's beautiful, and you're, you're awesome. It's beautiful. I'm speechless. <laughs> I just like the fact that it feels like myself. Like, I can, I feel myself when I see this. Oh, man. Well, you got me pumped and excited for this. Carissa, thank you. Sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R. And it means that you acknowledge that everybody else has as a complex and challenging and full life as you, and that they're doing and dealing with the things that you are dealing with in your life, and that it helps you in, in all spaces to be able to give grace and also to meet people where they are. Yeah, I love it. I, I feel like... If I was working with you as a photographer, you're the planner and, you know, you came at me with empathy, like, you know, trying to understand like what's in my head, what I'm going through, if the timeline's not going to plan or something's happening with a bride, like, and coming in with compassion, then I would feel a lot more connected with you and it would help out the whole like wedding as a whole, like 100%. overall. So what is my, so, so. I have a lot of photographers, actually photography is a great example. I'll have photographers that will call me and say, okay, so like, what do you, what do you want out of the wedding? I'm like, I want you to be the artist that you are. Yeah, but what does that look like? I, you own your art. 
they picked you and I suggested you because your art rocks. Don't change your art for me. Like the only thing I might say is I know the details of this wedding. Here is the details. Yeah. Think about and let's talk about what publication you think this might fit wants with your style. Uh-huh. But I'm not telling you what to shoot, how to shoot, angles to shoot. That's not my gig. That is your art. If we yeah. are on stage, we'll come to you and say, hey, everything good? How can I help? Is there a challenge? Are they driving you crazy? Do you need a water? Like, Because at the end of the day, if you're stressed out, that's going to ripple through. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I had, I had had brides like in the past, try, and bridesmaids, of course, like tried to boss me around the whole time. And, you know, I didn't have the confidence at first, but now after many years, I would just say like, hey, it's kind of like tapping into my creative juices. So can I just like let, let it flow? Right. Um, and then we'll do your shots like later if we have time. <laughs> I usually just, I usually laugh and I usually laugh and say, wait, I thought you were a bridesmaid there. Did I hire you? Oh, that's cute. That's really cute. Out for you today, and I yeah. giggle, and then they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. "Yeah, go." My team, we've got this. We 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 work alone. We don't need help. But yeah, if you're not, if you're not confident, you can get thrown off your game. Yeah. And then, if you have a planner or you're working with people who are uncaring, unsympathetic then it becomes this worse thing. And it doesn't get better. What actually happens is it gets worse. So who are you benefiting? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, we all came to do the thing for this client. Whatever it is we do. You do cakes, great. Why am I yelling at you because the cake's facing the wrong way when I could just say, hey, can we twist it around? Like, what, yeah. what's, what's that hard? So I'm always the... Everyone laughs because my timeline is like 33 pages long with diagrams. And <laughs> but it's because detail is king. But also, once I've handed it over to you, you know what you need to do. I don't have to micromanage. A yeah. Center, and I hate people micromanaging me. So I Yeah, I love that. I just think back, like, I think after COVID, I lost my confidence a little bit, just like having two kids postpartum and... I was, um, I kind of wasn't strong in my intuition. So I would have like some of my second shooters, oh, maybe go this or like, hey, what should we do? And then I would look at the pictures and I'm like, I had better intuition of just like what I thought the shot, the best shot would be at the certain time in that split second. So I was like, trust your gut, trust your int- intuition. If you lose that intuition, like you you lose your art. So yeah. I, powerful. But, you know, COVID did that to a lot of us, right? I mean, we all sat at home thinking, well, if we are not doing X, who are we? Uh-huh. And that's, it's sobering. <laughs> it's yeah. Really you know, some people rushed and were making candles and some people <laughs> soaps and all of these things. Find <laughs> a way to ground themselves. Um, yeah. For me, it was, I'm going to do the thing that I love doing most. And that is, I took all of my processes and made them digital. And just for like people who are new in the business, I was like, here, 29 bucks, you can use my templates. Off you go. 
And that was great. I was able to pay my bills. My husband didn't put me out of the house, which was a blessing. Um, <laughs> it was good. But if you're not able to find your confidence in this, especially in art, it moves so fast. And especially for a photographer, because part A of your gig is day of. But your big chunk is then making sure that the way you saw it in your head and what you got in your camera is exactly what they got, but better. So it, you guys have, I have so much respect for photographers and the amount of work in the process. Oh, thank you. Okay. I want to get like kind of deep with you. Um, so I know like you could talk about a million things as a wedding planner, especially with your experience, but like grace, empathy, like why, why is it so like special to you? Did something, um, like happen or did you like have a transformation? Just kind of get deep with me a little. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm happy to do that. Um, and I know you had Terika on recently as well. So uh, I will be calling her name a lot. Um, in 2020, I had just before lockdown, one of the worst client experiences of my life. Like anything that could go wrong wow. went wrong. Uh-huh. I mean, anything that could go wrong went wrong. And things that were outside of my control that were other vendors. But I dealt with a, a, a very sad, angry client who spent weeks, <laughs> nearly five weeks, every day on Instagram stories, just dragging me through the mud. Wow. To the point where I had to get an attorney and we had to deal with and... I've reached a point of depression where I could not see a way forward. Wow. And sat in my bathroom contemplating where I should sit to end it all. That would be the less, least stressful for my husband. Wow. And Tarika literally called me when I was sitting in the bathroom and I was like, I'm not answering the phone. And then she called right back again and I was like, I answered it, and she she literally went, bitch, when I call you, answer this phone. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I laughed, and we ended up talking for about two, two and a half hours straight. And I said to her what I was thinking, and she said, I don't know what it was. Something just told me to call you. Um, But what came out of that was the same vendors who – had the issues that were laid in turnaround that didn't deliver items. Everybody disappeared. Nobody checked on me. Nobody stood up and said, Hey, you know, that wasn't Brian. That's on us. And even other vendors who I was close with that saw what was happening. No one reached out to say, are you okay? Wow. And it kind of took me down this path and this journey of why don't we give each other empathy and grace? And what does that look like? And how am I contributing to it? And how can I change the conversation? So first things first, obviously, thanks to a great therapist. I am in a good, healthy space now. I love my therapist. Uh, I think she is paid to drag me on purpose. But, uh, <laughs> I have a therapist too, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's amazing. Uh, 
And it was actually her that said to me, you know, you should turn this this part of your life into one of your speaking topics because it's important that people understand that empathy in business is one of the most essential tools. Yeah, financing is great and, you know, a good marketing plan is essential and all these things are awesome. But if you don't have empathy for other people, especially in a leadership role as an entrepreneur, uh, as someone who's guiding a process in, in an event space, you have nothing. You wow. have nothing. So it became a topic and it became a passion. And you know, I've been very privileged to be able to talk about it on all of the stages. And I'm very grateful for that. But more than that, for me, it's about when I'm in that room and I can see other people connecting to Maybe I was not necessarily as kind as I could have been. Maybe I did check out and I didn't. Like we all have, we all have a friend that we love and we know, and you know when they're acting differently. And we have two options, right? We can call and say, hey, what's going on? Do you need help? What can I do to support you? Or two, we can say, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm too busy with my own problems and they'll figure it out when they figure it out. Yeah. And more often than not, we do the the latter. We don't yeah. do the And then it becomes this thing, and then you're distant, and this person that was so close to you, now you don't remember why you're not speaking, all because that one micro moment, oh, you didn't step into empathy and grace and say, hey, what's going on? Now, if that person says to you nothing and I don't want to talk about it, that's fine, because it's their story to ma- manage, but we've got to get to a space where we are giving empathy and grace to each other. Ryan, thank you for sharing that. That's my pleasure. I, um, I went through some crazy, like emotional stuff and like during COVID. So my whole life blew up and one of my vendor friends would check up on me and my husband every day. Like, how are you guys doing? And just that text like was really meant a lot. So I always, keep that with me. Um, because when you're in like the darkest of times, like who's going to show up with you 100%. for you? And literally I, 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 I tease Tarika because she's not a caller. She's a texter. Um, if Tarika calls me, I know something has gone really wrong and we should like saddle up horses and get going. But during that period, she called me every day, every day for like, six months wow yes to shoot the breeze and laugh and talk every day and it's really important to show up for people yeah it really is important uh you know i we did a wedding the other day and my photographer had a worse migraine of her life wow and she was still trying to shoot through it and every time she took a break because I get migraines. Um, I was sitting there and I was doing all the techniques. Yeah. That I and she was like, no one's ever done this for me before. Wow. Like, what migraines are like? Like, I don't even know how you're here. That is amazing to me. And you know, after, for, for, for the holiday, she sent me a lovely gift. She was like, that was the, I felt seen. Like, yeah. somebody really cared. And that meant a lot to me. I was like, yeah, it's important. That's like the best part of like 
just being in the industry for a long time and like we do create these bonds with people, um, maybe like speak to the hearts of like a young professional and they just, um, you know, got to get the shot, got to get the timeline, got to do this, got to do the perfect for the client. Like how can someone um, maybe open their heart a little bit like a newbie and um, practice like compassion or empathy? Yeah, that's such a good question. So I think first of all, when you start in this business, everyone always wants to, a new photographer wants to work with a, with a me, a, a Michelle Ganey or whoever. Uh-huh. I'm not necessarily going to put you on my, on my roster because I don't know you, you're not tested. When we started my group, we all connected to people who are at the same level. So that's the first thing I'm going to say. If you connect with people that are at the same level as you, you can grow together. Because if you just started and you want to work with Preston Bailey and you don't have all your lights right and you don't have all your stuff together, he doesn't have time and neither does his client. When Issa Rae started in Hollywood, she talked about the fact that she networked across, not up. So it was finding artists and talent and other creatives who were like her, who were hungry and wanted to do something and wanted to push the envelope and push the boundaries. And she wasn't trying to work with Viola Davis. She was working with the people at her same level. So that's the first thing. Start at your same level. People will have empathy for you because they're going through the exact same struggle you are. So step one. Step two, nurturing and being genuine. This business for people on the outside can feel very smoke and mirrors, very glamorous, but we know that it's grit and dirt. Yes. So don't lose sight of the fact that what we do is actually work. It should feel easy to the people experiencing the event. Yeah. But never get caught up in the fact that it is easy and that there's a struggle every day. So as you build your peer groups and you build your vendor families, work with people that you really want to connect with. I don't have a single person on my vendor list that I don't like as a human being. Yeah. Because I don't care how talented you are. If you are a jerk, I do not want to work with you. Yeah. I'm not going to rep, you know, recommend you to a client or to another vendor. So for me, it's, Everyone that I work with, I care about. And I show them that I care. I will show up wedding day with champagne for the, you know, for the couple getting married. But I'll show up with cookies for my setup team for, you know, decor. Uh, What does it kill me to get 12 damn cookies? Like nothing. Right. But people are like, oh, my God, you thought about us. Yeah, I did. Because I know you've been here since seven o'clock this morning. Wow. You're going to be here till five o'clock when we're ready for ceremony. So why not? Actively engaging in care. And and then the other thing that I think is that oftentimes people have a habit of who they are outside of the business is not who they are inside their business. Uh. So when you misconnect on authenticity, if you... Carissa, come to my house for dinner. I am the same person you met at Wedding MBA because 
well, for one, it drives me crazy when people have multiple personalities. I don't understand what's happening. Um, but if you are truly authentic and you truly care, it will show. Yes. And you're going to build a community that's going to support you in a way that you really need. And then the last thing I would say to anybody young is keep auditing the people around you. Everyone in your circle is not in your corner. Wow. I love it. And I love Issa Rae, by the, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Obsessed. I, I I mean, I followed her on YouTube, like the awkward. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, and then she got her own show. And um, I was thinking about her too, just like the people she surrounded herself to. Um, and I, I was listening to Call Her Daddy yesterday and like Adam Levine was on it. And he was just like, he's like, weirdo friends he says from um from his acting class and just like hey and i'm like do you want to like can, can we like pick some jokes or whatever just like whatever and then it turned into like workaholics and i was like oh that's so cool you know it's like you don't always have to like climb the ranks you know social right, climb no. it's like like grow together like if you're on the same level so i never heard that before yeah all right. So this is really, really, really good. Um, I want just you to close with um, wedding professionals that are listening right now and maybe they're feeling like you were before that time, like down in the dumps and maybe there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe they're looking to go back to corporate and they're thinking, is this the end of me? Um, you know, maybe they've been in the industry for 15 years and it's like, they're not getting inquiries anymore. Um, and they're just, they can't even feed their family and they have to tell their wives that maybe they can't, you know, afford classes anymore. Like speak to those people right now. How, how would they get out of the funk today? I'm excited to share with you all about our first get a heck yes sponsor 17 hats. I've been using this CRM company for over a decade and I've been referring them to all my friends for all this time. I always know when I'm going to get paid and most importantly, I get paid. So here is a question. What is holding you back? What's keeping you from finding success as a small business person? It's not passion. The fact that you're listening to my podcast shows that you're eager to learn and get better. Know what holds you back is all the chaos of business, paperwork, mailed invoices, and no systems to handle it all. That's where 17 hats comes in. 17 Hats is a better way to manage your small business. It's an all-in-one platform that streamlines everything from lead capture to client communication to click in your done automated invoices. 17 Hats paves the way for success you deserve by giving you back hours in your day. Find what success looks like for you with 17 Hats. Get started for free at 17hats.com and use my code HECKYES and it's gonna give you guys 50% off your first annual membership. How amazing is that? Back to the show. So I love my business and I hate it every day. <laughs> well said. Every day. Um, I've always said that the idea of me having my own business was that it would help me create the life I wanted. I didn't want to become entrapped by my business I wanted my business to be the underpinning of support. 
So we're moving into 2024. We're all reading the stats. There's less this. There's less weddings. There's less blah, blah. The big glut of 2022 is gone. Here's what I'll say. A couple of things. So when it was, what was it, 2.6 million weddings in 2022? Of those 2.6 million weddings, you still only need the same 15 that you do or whatever, right? Whether it's 2.6 million or 2 million, a chunk of that is backyards and courthouse. Yeah, totally. You're not calling Carissa Wu to come shoot their wedding. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ignore that number. And then start looking at what's in your market and what's available. But I would also say if you in your heart know that you have given it all, done it all, and you're ready for a change, do not be afraid to also change. The beautiful thing about creating a business or an entity or an environment is that you can do it again. You already have the blueprint. Yeah. 2024 was a shit year because it's Olympics and it's an election and all the things and people are worried about all the things. And you think, well, you know what? Maybe this year I'm going to go take a little halftime corporate gig job and pay some bills. If that gives you comfort, do that. Yeah. You still have to pay. And don't let people, I know we have this thing in our industry. Oh, no, she's only part time. Okay, well, do you have her bills? Do you have her mortgage? Do you pay her car note? Do you yeah. have to go to ballet? Like, mind your business. Like, mind the business that pays you. I've never understood that weird. Or the people who like to flex and be like, so how many weddings do you have this year? What difference does it make? I yeah. do weddings in a year. Because where I'm at, five weddings pays me well. So I don't need to do 20. But that doesn't mean that the person that needs to do 20 weddings should be knocked for that. Are you kidding? Yeah. For me, it is always about knowing who you are and what you want in your business. When I started my brand, I knew that I wanted to be, my father said to me, think of department stores. What department store are you? And I said, I wanted to be Bergdorf Goodman. I want to be rich, old money, honey, carpet, yay, thick. (laughs) From the door. But Walmart and Dollar General outsell Bergdorf Goodman a billion to one every day. Yeah. So there's no shame in being the Walmart version or the Dollar General version or the Macy's or the Bloomies or whatever. Knowing what you are and what your business is and holding on to the fact that you know it will come, but not being afraid to say, okay, it's it's June and I've not booked anything yet. Maybe I should go get a part-time job. There's no shame in that. But don't oh. think that because you had to do that, your dream died. Wow. It didn't die. It's having an opportunity for you to take that moment to say, here's how I'm going to plan to move forward again. But yeah, don't like end up in your car because you're holding on to a dream. Um, that's really, really good advice. I love that. Um, it's almost like 
who are you? And then everything will trickle in, but it's okay if you go yeah, to I mean, all the hiccups and whose road is the this? mess, but just Who holding on to that. This not, yeah. Roads are this. Yeah. I really love that. That That's actually really wise words from Brian Green. Um, tell everyone where to find you, how to work with you, um, sure. everything. Um, so I am on all socials at by Brian Green. You can find me everywhere. Slide into my DMs. I'm always happy to chat. Um, whatever the time, the question, the topic, feel free to message me. Um, this year, uh, if you're on the circuit, I will be at Signature CEO. I will be at NACE Experience. I will be at Cater Source and the special events. Um, I will be at Wedding MBA again and a whole lot more as the year kind of progresses. You'll see me around mm-hmm. uh, a couple WIPA and NACE chapters as well. Um, so come say hey. Come say what's up. Come give me a hug. I like a hug. I like a good hug. Yes. Thank you, Brian. This is a really deep conversation. I really enjoyed it. No, I love that. And I, you know, I know weddings aren't, we aren't changing the world with a wedding, right? We're not curing cancer. Um, But what we are doing is we're creating incredible, indelible memories for these people who trust us with their experience uh, that lasts them a lifetime. Even if the wedding does, if if the marriage doesn't, it's still a lifetime of a great experience. So anything that we can do as an industry to help each other grow and charge what we deserve, I am here for it. Love that. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.